Welcome to Real Relationship Goals, a podcast all about the realities of healthy relationships. Real Relationship Goals is a project of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. If you or someone you know has experienced sexual violence or harassment and is seeking support, services, or needs more information, links to resources and our hotline number can be found in the description. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of their organizations or affiliates. Welcome back to Real Relationship Goals. My name is Allie, and I'm the Prevention and Education Director at the Advocacy Center, and my pronouns are she, hers. And my name is Blythe. I'm a prevention educator at the Advocacy Center, and my pronouns are she, hers. If you've listened before, you might notice that you're only hearing two voices. Katie has transitioned to doing other wonderful things in Waco, and we're so grateful for her contributions to the first two seasons. Welcome to our very, very short summer session. Students have a lot to say about... If you've joined us for seasons one and two, which if you haven't, what are you even doing? Go back and listen to them. You'll notice these episodes are going to be a little bit different. They'll be a little shorter because, hey, it's summer and a bit different format than you're used to. So what's the deal? Why are we even doing this very short season in the middle of the summer? In this five episode series, we're going to be bringing you a list we created back in January when we partnered with Waco ISD for their eighth grade transition fairs. This list we created contains the top five things we want adults with students in their lives to know about relationships. In our day-to-day, we work with small and large groups of students at many schools. We get to talk to students about relationships and what does and doesn't make a healthy one. And as we have these conversations with students, we get to hear uh, what they have to say about what it means to be in a romantic relationship, whether healthy or unhealthy. So we put together a list and we're sharing it with you for a couple of reasons. One, you can make sure your student or any student in your life is hearing these messages consistently on a regular basis. And two, you can be on the lookout for some of these common unhealthy behaviors. So students have a lot to say about passwords. Here's a few of the things they say. If they don't want to share their password, they're cheating. We share our passwords because we trust each other. Or that's just what you do in a relationship. So Allie, those are a few things. What are some of your thoughts on students and passwords and just digital boundaries in general? Yeah, you know, this is a big one because a lot of people are carrying a phone with them constantly and we're able to access the internet. We're able to access people at all the time, which we'll probably talk about a little more in another episode. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I want to start off by saying that we find in our groups and when we're interacting with students that a lot of students believe that it's just part of the deal of like dating someone that you share your passwords with them unless they've been told otherwise. Not every student, but but a lot, a significant amount, enough for it to be on our top five list. <laughs> and so we want to make sure students know that they're not required to do that, right? That everyone has a right to privacy, both online and offline. So that is kind of where we're coming from. That's the message we want students to hear and to understand. But that can be kind of tricky too. Yeah. And I think even just thinking about it now, it might be helpful to define some terms like what kinds of passwords are students sharing? You know, it might be, you know, your phone, if you have a 
a lock on your phone. It might be the access code to that. It might be social media accounts, right? We hear a lot with sharing social media accounts so somebody can like check somebody else's DMs or direct messages Mm -hmm. and how someone is engaging there. It's a lot of those two things related to social media and just general phone access. Yeah. And you know, the number one thing I think I hear, Blythe, you can tell me if you hear something different. The reason that they're doing this, you heard this a little bit in um, some of the quotes Blythe was saying that we hear from students. The number one reason is trust. And we've found that students, high school students can really go from zero to 100 (laughs) when with thinking someone might be cheating which we get it. It's serious, right? If, if someone is cheating on someone, then that is obviously an incredible betrayal and, and all of those things. But a lot of times this trust is based on like, will you let me see your DMs? Will you give me your passwords? And, and they equate trust with that access or like kind of, um, overstepping a potential boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, I mean, plug, we'll get into a, a relationship goal later, right? But it's so important to talk with the young people in your life, but like what trust is and how we can get into really tready, tready, tricky water, mm-hmm. <laughs> tricky waters, right? If we're constantly asking someone to like prove their trustworthiness, because um, requirements like this of sharing passwords or login information can start on a really slippery slope of control and manipulation and guilting um, that gets into, yeah, just really unhealthy waters. So quick plug for our trust episode from season two, give it a listen. Also just for some yeah, ways to talk with your student about like what trust is and isn't in a romantic relationship in particular. Yeah, for sure. I tell students a lot when we're talking about romantic relationships that like, if you don't trust the person you're in a relationship with, like you don't have any business being in that relationship. And Mm -hmm. so it shouldn't take, particularly like in high school, right? You haven't made any lifelong commitments to anyone, no legal lifelong commitments. Perhaps you've made a verbal one. I don't know, but um, (laughs) you're not stuck in that relationship and um, someone demanding your passwords or saying, I won't trust you unless you do this, or I won't be in a relationship unless you do this. It can also be some really like ultimatum language, mm-hmm. which we talked about, I think some last season, but we want to be careful of that because that also does not equal trust. So it can be a difficult thing to talk about though. Um, so Blythe, how would you tell a student or uh, advise a student to talk about boundaries, like digital technology boundaries with either a good friend or someone they're dating or something like that. Mm, Yeah. I mean, I think it, in part, it starts with like listening to your gut in a way of, okay, if someone is asking you to do something maybe, and you might not intellectually think like, oh, I don't want to do that. But if, man, if there's a feeling in your gut, that's like, "Mm, I don't, I don't know. Um, Yeah. Just like start to pay, pay attention to those things, but oof. Yeah. Setting boundaries generally is, is really difficult, right? Because we feel like we're going to make a person mad or we're going to make mm-hmm. that person in that relationship with us, whether it's friendship or romantic, or someone might give us a hard time or tease us for setting that boundary. Right. But Blythe was saying like, listen to your gut. It's like, we often know what feels best for us, um, kind of in an embodied way or in our bodies. And so 
I think it can be really good when you start dating someone before any lines are crossed that you say like, Hey, I'm not going to share my passwords with you. And I don't expect you to share your passwords with me. Right. It, It has to go both ways or if someone has broken that boundary or someone is saying, I want you to give me uh, your passwords and you've kind of like gone down the road a little bit in that relationship, you can say, that's not something I do. We can talk about some other things we could do to make sure I have your trust, right? Some, some things like that. So I think those are our places that we can start. Yeah, that's good. And I think even um, like when we're talking about digital boundaries and privacy, you know, online and not not offline um, and with passwords is that there's also different manifestations, right, of what crossing digital boundaries looks like. It might be, uh, you know, talking about passwords and having a conversation about passwords. And it also might be having a conversation about if someone is asking you to like, okay, I want you to show me your DMs or like scroll through your text messages for me or something like that yeah, just creating spaces to talk about like what is fair to ask and what is not fair to ask and all of those things too and how they just show up differently. Yeah. And I want to mention real quick, I'm about to give our relationship goal, but before we do that, these are specifically for when you are in a romantic relationship and potentially like a a close friendship. When we're talking maybe adults in your life or, or parents, guardians, people who are looking out for the safety of a student, of a teenager, like that is different when we're talking about seeing messages or having access to technology, right? And, and every family or every household decides what's best for them and, and, and that. But I just want to make sure we, we know we're talking specifically about romantic relationships and like good friendships when we think about this stuff. So I have your relationship goal. Our relationship goal for this week is to talk with someone about what it means to have digital boundaries in relationships, have a conversation with your romantic partner or a friend, maybe someone you look up to or someone who looks up to you. This is a great opportunity to talk about what trust is or isn't in any relationship. Yeah. And also for your consideration as you're having these conversations, whether it's with someone who's maybe younger than you or older than you, remember to stay curious right? Try not to shame others if they have different opinions or practices around, you know, digital boundaries and passwords, because we can always encourage just healthier behaviors without invalidating anyone's experience. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Bly. Well, that was it. We promised you a short episode. We delivered. Check back next week for episode two. There's going to be five in our top five list. So we can't wait to see you then. Thanks so much for tuning in to Real Relationship Goals. This episode was produced by the Prevention and Education Department of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. You can follow us on Instagram at ACCVC underscore prevention. See you next time.